Hello everyone and welcome to episode 107 of the Unlocking British English podcast, a podcast where I talk about a variety of different topics in real British English so that you can improve your listening comprehension, learn a little bit more about British culture and about how to learn languages more effectively. My name is Shane and in today's episode we're going to be talking about business English, specifically what is it does it actually exist? Is it worth learning? How would you even learn it? We're going to talk about all of that in today's episode. And so the reason that I've decided to talk about this today, well, actually, to be honest, it's a topic that I'd thought about for a little while and I just kind of didn't get around to making the episode. Uh, but it's something that comes up quite a lot as an English teacher. A lot of you know, obviously, I teach English and, um, you know, I have a lot of different students that contact me and will ask me uh, about if they can learn business English with me. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, when I started teaching English initially, uh, I used to turn these people away. If, if someone would send me a message saying, hi, I want to learn business English, I would say, oh, thank you very much for your inquiry. Thank you very much for reaching out. But uh, it might be better to find a teacher that's specialized in that, has more experience in that. Because I just didn't, I didn't really feel like I would know how to teach this, this so-called business English. And obviously, you know, if there are people out there that are better to do that job, then it's better that you find, um, you know, that kind of person. And um, yeah, as I started out, I just kind of you know, I, I avoided that side of things because I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, but the, the more time I spent kind of teaching English, the more people I spoke to, the more of these kind of messages I got, the more I started to to kind of think about it because I thought, well, you know, obviously I'm a native speaker, but I've also worked in like a variety of different environments. I've worked in offices, I've worked in restaurants and bars, and I've worked, you know, online and uh, all kinds of different stuff, you know, so I've worked in as a part of different businesses and things. And so I thought, well, you know, why why wouldn't I be able to help people better understand that part of English? And that's when I started to think, well, what actually is business English? Um, and so, well, I guess well, let's start with the kind of general definition, right? If you Google business English or you look up what is business English, generally you'll get something uh, something like the following. Business English is a specialised area of English relating to the language used in business. Uh, so it's just the specific types of English that would be used in a business setting. But here's the thing. I'm not entirely sure that business English really exists. Well, maybe I shouldn't say doesn't really exist, but I don't think that business English really exists in the way that a lot of people imagine it, in the way that a lot of students imagine it. Because to be completely honest, the idea of business English is is only something that you come across as a learner of English, right? As natives, we don't learn business English, right? We, we You can study business as a subject, but that's a, a totally different thing. Um, whereas, you know, when, you, when you're a student of English, as I'm sure a lot of you guys know, you can find a lot of different courses and, <clears throat> excuse me, content and different things like that that is specifically aimed towards business English. Um, but why, so why don't I think it really exists in the way that people imagine it? Well, I think that it, it, it seems to me that 
obviously there are different registers used, right? Like a different type of language used in different situations. Uh, but that's something that happens across the board that happens with all kinds of different things so uh, you speak differently with your parents than you do with your friends and probably a little bit differently with your partner different at work but you know even if we say you speak slightly differently at work well you probably speak a little bit differently with your colleagues than you do with your boss uh, or with customers on the phone for example or in emails and there's all these different factors um, and you know from my experience of speaking with a lot of different students and things it seems to me like a lot of people have this image of like meetings uh, and offices in, well, not just in England, but in uh, English speaking countries where there's a type of language being used that's just completely different to what you would encounter in like any other situation. And, and that just isn't really true, right? So ultimately what business English is, is actually going to depend on the actual business itself and many other factors, right? So the language that would be used in an office is going to be different than it would be in a restaurant, for example, or uh, in a factory. Um, but again, it's going to depend a lot on the company, you know, it's especially in modern times, this idea of, you know, kind of formal business English is becoming like less and less of a necessity. You know, people want more kind of... Um, casual work environments and things like that um, but yeah you know what business English is like I say is going to depend a little bit uh, on the specifics of the type of work that you're doing the type of company that you're working with and what your role is um, and so you know we can look at it from a few different perspectives right we know there are different elements of language so we have you know vocabulary for example well Ultimately, it's hard to say that there would be, you know, one specific type of vocabulary that is specifically used for business use, right? Because, like I say, every business is a little bit different. So, if you're trying to, you know, improve your English so that you can use it in a business environment, well, you don't so much need to worry about, like, learning this this type of different type of English you need to learn about the specifics of the field that you're going to be working in right you need to learn about the specific vocabulary that relates to that field uh, you need to listen to other people talk about those different things to see how people uh, talk about these things and describe these things what kinds of um, specific vocabulary they're going to use but that's not going to be necessarily specific business vocabulary it's just going to be specific vocabulary vocabulary um, you know to to that field uh, because there's lots of businesses that you know they won't use typical kind of formal meeting types of language where you're talking about statistics and graphs and um, and different things like that right and and similarly you know language about things like money and finances and different things you know that's something that you would learn about if you're going to be working in that area specifically you know I have obviously a basic amount of vocabulary around finances and things like that as a native speaker but if I was to sit in on you know some big company board meeting where they're talking about all the finances for you know the next five years and all this different stuff there's going to be loads of different things that 
I probably wouldn't know about and I wouldn't know how to use those words and different things. Whereas if I had a experience working in finance and different things, then I would know that vocabulary from having spent time in that area. So the vocabulary is really going to depend, you know, on on the field, on the area that you're that you're aiming to work in, um, and you know, so if it's if it's in an office and in that kind of environment, you know, it's going to depend on what kind of company it is. If you're working in, you know, hospitality and different things like that, then you know, there's not going to be a whole lot of specific vocabulary outside of you know, maybe the little things like the specifics of the actual food and drink that you have on offer or specifics to do with uh, rooms, let's say, if it's like a hotel where people can stay or this different stuff. And so, yeah, like I say, there's there's no specific English vocabulary that we could like put into this category of business English because all these businesses are different and everyone's going to operate a little bit differently. So there's not really like one type of business English with vocabulary. Um, If we think about grammar, well, you could argue that business environments often use a slightly more formal or a slightly more polite English. Um, And so there are some ways in which you might have to adapt the way you speak um, or it might be, you know, more polite, more normal to adapt the way you speak. Um, But yeah, these are things, again, it's not really relating to business, it's just really relating to to formality and politeness and things like that. And these are all going to be things that you will come across in, in every everyday general kind of content, right? If you watch any kind of TV show, you'll see some people talking very informally and, and very relaxed, and you'll see other people talking in a more formal, in a more polite way when they go and speak with people they don't know, or they go to a shop or do different things. So you'll, you'll be able to pick up on all these different things, um, you know, just through engaging with with regular content. But yes, you could argue that the grammar, uh, the use of the language might be slightly different in some environments. But again, it's going to depend a lot on the company because nowadays you have a lot more, you know, companies want the they want their employees to feel kind of more relaxed more at home they want to have more of a kind of friendly environment where people feel open to communicate and that's not to say that like everyone pretends that they're just having a party at a friend's house and there's no level of formality whatsoever um you know but the the idea of this super formal strict suit and tie business meeting you know of course it still exists of course it's still a very you know popular and normal thing but you know it's it's not necessarily uh the environment that everyone's going to find themselves in and so um you know, I think that if again, if you're if you're learning English to to try and work in an English speaking country or to or because you need to engage with uh, English speaking clients or English speaking customers in the job that you currently have or the job that you want, um, then, you know, don't stress so much about this idea of business English as if it's this kind of one nice little thing that you could put into a book and there's all these different words and terms and phrases you know there 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 are some words maybe that you might hear more often in an office environment some words that you might hear more often in a hospitality environment some words you might hear more often in a factory environment and so on and so forth uh, but generally speaking you know the the language that you're going to want to use is going to relate to the area in which you're working not so much to 
this kind of imaginary alternate version of English that some people have. Like I've said, there will be some things that might be a little bit different. We could argue that you might speak in a little bit more of a polite way when you're in a business environment. Generally speaking, you would speak in a slightly more polite way. But at the end of the day, um, you know, that's not like a different type of English like business English is. Um, and yeah, so, you know, try and consume content that's relevant to the things that you're going to be working in. Um, and then, yeah, you know, further than that, of course, there are other skills that you know you you might use in a business environment that involve language but wouldn't necessarily be classed as language skills so this for example might be things like giving presentations uh leading meetings things like that you know that's not something that you would struggle to do because of a lack of English. Of course, if your English level isn't very good, then of course you would struggle. But what I mean to say is that, you know, if if you take an average native speaker that's never given a presentation, that's never led a meeting, that person will struggle to do that. Not because they don't have the relevant and requisite vocabulary, not because they don't know how to use their own language, but because that is a different type of skill, right? So again, if you want to, um, you know, be able to give presentations in English to your English clients or whatever, or you want to be able to lead meetings and, 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 and things like that, then that's a slightly different skill set that you need to work on um, you know it still involves the English language but it's a different thing right it's learning how to structure your ideas it's learning how to uh, to present and project your words clearly uh, it's learning how to kind of how to time things right the rhythm of, of your of what you're doing how to you know be concise with your information to make sure that you're not rambling like I do on this podcast but uh, also giving people time to ask questions and, and different things like that and so um, yeah there are some other skills that would involve language uh, but wouldn't in in my opinion at least be classed as you know specific language skills right so um, you know if you want to be able to give presentations in English well you need to practice presenting in general and in English it's not that you need to know you know some specific vocabulary that uh, everyone uses when they give presentations or whatever so um, yeah you know I guess the the general takeaway from this episode is is you know not to stress too much about this idea of this alternate version of English that we all use when we're in a kind of business environment because there's a lot of moving pieces there there's a lot of different factors that will influence what kind of language you would use and how you would use it and so um, yeah this is just something that I've been thinking a little bit about for a while and I wanted to kind of mention it on the podcast like I say I know there's a lot of people a lot of students that um, you know, are focused on improving their English because they want to get a better job or they want to be able to improve in their position in their current job or because they're going to need to be communicating with other people and they're going to need to use English uh, to communicate with these other people from different countries, for example. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there about business English, whether it's products and courses or whatever else it is. Um, you know, and I, I, I just... It always makes me feel a little bit weird to see that kind of stuff because I just don't really know what you're selling in that, right? This idea of business English, um, unless you're going to be a lot more specific, right? Unless you're selling a course on 
you know, specifically giving this type of presentation, right, giving financial presentations in English, right, that's something that makes sense, but just this idea of a, you know, let's say, for example, just a six-week course in business English, I don't really know what that would involve, you know, because, like I say, most of the time, we're using the same general vocabulary that we would normally use, and any of the specific vocabulary is not to do with business in general, it's going to be to do with that business specifically in that area. So, uh, yeah, I guess that is everything for, for today's episode, but uh, yeah, as always, if you have any kind of questions about anything, or if you have any general feedback about the podcast, then please feel free to get in contact with me. The best place to do that is in the private learners group, uh, the link to join our private learners group will be in the description wherever you're listening to this episode i'm sure you guys all know about that already um so yeah if you or if you're not already then please think about joining us in there it'd be great to have you and so yeah i hope you've enjoyed today's episode thank you for listening and i'll speak to you again in the next one